Welcome to Victorious Living. The devil is looking for, uh, looking to find someone whom he can devour, he can strike down, or he can consume with the effects of death, Christian or non-Christian. Satan does not like the creation of God, whether it be in a person, man, woman, or wherever the creative power of God is found, Satan doesn't like it because he is the arch enemy of God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us joining together with God for our healing. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, joining together with God for our healing. And so the issue of death, especially physical death, is not whether a person is good or bad. Sickness or disease, uh, uh, death is the agent of that and not God. The devil, Satan, is the agent of sickness and disease and not God. And so Christians die, as I said, from sickness and disease, just like, just as, uh, like those who are not Christians, the perpetrator of physical death shows no partiality. He don't like the Christian, he don't like the non-Christian. Amen, he just wants you out of his way. Let's go over into the New Testament in First Peter chapter five and just explore a little bit in this this morning because there's various uh, ideas and opinions about, about it. First Peter chapter five, six through nine. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Now, what do you get out of that verse is it's God's will to exalt you. Now, I didn't, I, forget about pride. I, that, you know, don't get that mixed up with this. To exalt you, just, just humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time with what he's promised to you. And then uh, verse seven says, cast in all your care upon him for he cares for you. Well, if God cares for me, he's certainly not gonna make me sick. Because if he makes me sick, I'm gonna come up with a notion that he doesn't care for me. So be sober in, in verse eight, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil. Now here he calls the devil your adversary. He doesn't call the devil your friend. He says he is an adversary. So Satan is your adversary because, of, uh, because your adversary, the devil is a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. That he may devour with however or whatever to get you out of the way. And verse nine, whom resist steadfast in the faith. Now he tells us the weapon that he is placing in our hands to combat or to win over the devil who's out to get you out of the way. And so he says, uh, whom resist steadfast in the faith. So faith is a weapon. You know, I thought about it like this. If, you're, if you get in your car 
and you got some gas in your tank, but you get down, you know, on the west side of Jackson and you run out of gas, well, you had some gas, but you didn't have enough to get where you're going. So a lot of times people don't have faith. They have some faith, but they don't have faith enough to get them past. They don't have faith enough to get them past the wiles and the, the maneuvering uh, and the deceitfulness and so forth of the adversary, the devil. They've got some faith in God, but they don't have enough to get them past into everything that God has done for them. And so here he tells us to humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all of your care upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. He loves you. God loves you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour whom resist steadfast in the faith. There again outlines the need for me to be full of faith. And knowing that the same afflictions, which is pressing pressures, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren, look around the church, we all are involved in that. Knowing that the same afflictions, the same pressing pressures are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So you are not the only one. You are not, you know, I hear people say sometimes, well, I just want God to know what I'm going through. Well, talk to Jesus. He went through all of them. And he knows more about them than what I can tell you. Because it says he faced every test, every temptation, every trial that we would encounter or have in life so he knows how to work his way through them. So what he, when he says that he cares for me, he cared enough that he left a letter to us of how to press our way through these things and come out on the other side victorious. And so the devil is looking for, uh, looking to find someone whom he can devour he can strike down or he can consume with the effects of death, Christian or non-Christian. Satan does not like the creation of God, whether it be in a person, man, woman, or wherever the creative power of God is found, Satan doesn't like it because he is the arch enemy of God. So he can't get to God as it were, but he can get to what belongs to God. So that's how he can get to us because we, the Christian, belongs to, to God. All of us that have believed upon him are Christians. What does it mean to be a Christian? It means to be Christ-like. It doesn't mean you're religious. The world's full of religion. But that doesn't mean that God wants us to be religious. He wants us to be redeemed. He wants us to be saved and born again. That's what God's desire is. So all people are born with a physical body. If you weren't here today in your physical body, you wouldn't be here. I don't know where you'd be. <laughs> Only you know that. But all people are born with a physical body in order to operate in this physical world 
And in this physical body, it houses the spirit and the soul. Man is triune. He is a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body. The spirit and the soul are housed in this physical body. When this physical body dies, the spirit and the soul leaves. Where they go depends upon what they have believed upon or whom they have believed upon. Amen. And uh, so we see then that Peter was writing in, in this uh, particular writing we're talking about here in, uh, uh, in Peter's. Peter was writing to the Christian families on this occasion. Those who had been dispersed when the Christians were driven out of Jerusalem and under severe persecution. Peter is writing to those people. He was giving them encouragement and concerning on how to combat or stand against the tactics of Satan and uh, who roams the planet. Satan, the Bible says that Satan is the God of this world. He is the God of this world. The Bible tells in the Corinthian letter, he's the God of this world who has blinded the eyes of those who believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel should or would shine un, unto them. So we, we are to understand that. So Peter was given these people there in that day and it is applicable to us today. He was giving them encouragement concerning on how to combat or stand against the tactics of Satan who roams this earth to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. So if, if, uh, if God is stealing, killing, and destroying, him and Satan are in cahoots. Because John 10, 10, what does it say? What does it say? Satan comes not but for the what? Steal, kill, and destroy. What else does it say? It says, Jesus said, but I am come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. So what we're simply doing is separating one from the other. They're not in cahoots. Okay. So people of the Old Testament labored under a sin consciousness because Jesus had not yet come and paid the penalty that sin required. So they labored under a sin consciousness because they had to bring sacrifices. And every year they had to bring a supreme sacrifice because the penalty for sin had not yet been paid and man could not pay that penalty because they couldn't live good enough to pay that penalty, but Jesus did. But Jesus did. You know, we ought to jump the pew on that one. Amen. That's, that's what Jesus did. And so since Jesus has defeated the deadly effects of Satan's plan to destroy the Christian and people, but, but the Christian person or people, they are to have a consciousness of the effect that redemption's plan brought to them. Redemption's plan brought to man freedom. Redemption's plan brought to man healing. It brought prosperity. It brought peace. It brought faith. From his word, it brought faith. Nowhere do we find in the scriptures that Jesus 
impose death, sickness, disease, poverty, worry, anxiety, care. He said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, casting all of your care on him. And he teaches us then in his word how to, uh, how to deal with that. So Jesus has defeated the de deadly effects of Satan's plan to destroy the Christian. They are to have a conscience of the effect that redemption's plan has brought to them. What does redemption mean? Redemption means to set free. I've been redeemed. That that I was charged with no longer is charged to me because Jesus paid the price. He redeemed me from sin's consequences of death and separation from God. And through his work of redemption, Jesus brought every person who believes upon him. He brought me back to God and brought me back washed in the blood. He brought me back, washed in the blood. The blood of Jesus cleanses from sin. It absolutely destroys the work of the devil and sets us free from the dominion of sin and sickness and disease. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a deadly stain, but Jesus paid for it all. Paid for every bit of it. Amen. So even today, Good. It's our hope that today's message, Joining Together with God for Our Healing, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 28. Today's special offer number is 28. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.